This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today we have Christian Hancher in the building. <laughs> and we're just having a very invigorated conversation about Tim Hortons. We are, yes. I'm Canadian. So my parents got me this for Christmas. Well, um, like a little stocking gift. Right. Yeah, but it's cute, right? Right. But then it's I fun. just had to break it to you. I said... There is Tim Hortons in America. She said, no, there isn't. I said, I think there's a couple. Okay. I Googled it. There's 621. What the f***? You said two, though. 621. I know. I, you I, said you claimed there was two. I personally believe that I went to one in Manhattan one time, and I believe that I also maybe went to one in Vegas. What do you mean believe? Either you did or you didn't. Okay. I'm 38 <laughs> years old, and if this Manhattan one did occur, it was at least 10 years ago. So oh, okay. my memory is really not great. Respect. About anything. Respect. Right. Gotcha. But Tim Hortons is just a big part of being Canadian, huh? I guess so. I've just always been a Tim Hortons stan. Right. I order something really weird from there. I go. I, I get like a BLT without oh. the lettuce, and then I add cheese. But like I do that in America too. So what do you I have mean, against lettuce? Okay, here's the thing. Um, I love <laughs> salad on its own. Okay. I hate salad on sandwiches or any of that shit. But like, the tomato doesn't count. Oh, I fucking I am obsessed with tomatoes yeah 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 put that shit on everything with salt Ooh, what kind of childhood trauma scarred you so So bad that you can't just enjoy some lettuce and bread oh so many things wow it's all intertwined really yeah yeah that's crazy (laughs) so you grew up where in canada um small town milton only a few people will know that um but I got kicked out of my house when I was 16, and I moved to Etobicoke, Toronto area. Okay. Um, that's where I was in school for high school because I did school of the arts and all that. Um, and I got my first apartment when I was 16 years old. Why did you get kicked out at 16? Um, so traveling to uh, traveling from Milton to Toronto slash Etobicoke or whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, I had to take I had to walk 20 minutes. And then I had to take the train, and then I had to bus, and then subway, and then bus again to school every day, there and back. So how long did that take? A couple uh, of hours? About an hour and a half. Okay. Two hours, depending on what the fuck's going on. Uh-huh. Um, so sometimes I wouldn't want to go back home, and on top of that, I was like smoking weed. My parents were very against weed at that point, which is fucking stupid, mm. um, because my brother and my dad now smoke together and he's like what like 16 yeah but telling your 16 year old not to smoke weed is like telling your you're like you know 12 year old not to drive the car 
Yeah, but like, like have that it's same. It's worse ener- for you when you're younger, right? <laughs> have that same energy with my little brother, right? Yeah, but that that's the first kid always mm-hmm. gets the super strict rules. I saw that with my sister, where once she started going through mm-hmm. the same things I was going through, my parents were way less strict because yeah. they saw that it didn't matter that they were it's, strict with me. It's true. It's very true. Uh, the first child always gets shits on. Shit, shits on. Is shits on. Yeah. Shits on. Shit on. There's other shit ways on. to put there it, but go. yeah, something like that. Um. But yeah, so I got my first apartment when I was 16, and then at 17 years old, I moved to LA. And your parents weren't worried about you that you were 16 uh, living th- on your own? It was weird. It was and a weird you have money? time. Um, social media. Oh, yeah. even then? Yeah, so I started when I was, I really blew up on social media when I was 15. Whoa, I didn't realize it was that it's crazy, young. yeah. And then I started making money when I was like 16. So tell me about when, like, what the process of blowing up was like. Because you, you were a musically kid turned TikToker, yeah. and that was that the first thing? I'm surprised you know what musically is. A lot of people I just. I'm know 38, what but I've, I've done my reading. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it was a good time for me. I, I loved it. I loved every fucking moment of it. Um, I'm an attention whore, so <laughs> I fucking love that shit. What, what, what do you think the thing was that blew you up, though? Um, I don't, I literally, I think I got lucky. I was watching a video that there's a guy named Sunny V2 on YouTube that I watch. That uh, sounds he familiar. D- he does I videos pretty much exclusively about other people's trauma, like their career falling off or, oh. or whatever. And he made a video about, or, or, or just why people blow up in general or yeah. whatever. And he had a video about Bella Porch. Oh. And, you know, it is really fucking hard to define what the thing that blew her up was. She's really pretty. She looks good in her TikToks. Her TikTok seems like she has a cute personality or whatever. But sometimes it just hits, and like the platform just decides this is this is the new girl. I feel like you either have to be really fucking funny or really fucking attractive or both. Um, And it's shitty to say that, but like that's just facts, man. Like I don't know what it was for me because when I was fifteen, I was. I mean, in my personal opinion, I was not cute. Right, but the (laughs) algorithm. Oh, that's um, the, that's what's happened. weird. The algorithm is creepy because the Super algorithm creepy. decided that at 15 you were good looking enough. It was, that, my, it was <laughs> my first video too. Really? The yeah. first one you uploaded? My first musically ever got like a hundred thousand views, and that was so, so, so much right. for the time because there was not a lot of users back then. Right. Okay, having 20k back then was like having three million now. Right put it in perspective did you did you feel like you were pretty at that time like were you getting attention like in school or whatever or was this like kind of like a revelation uh, to you before, like oh they like after me. i started musically because things were like a little different um like from the transition from going from like just living my best life to like living my best life with a large social media presence it is a very weird thing that, yeah and you're not ready for it at 15 i, I would mean, assume I liked it. There had a lot of ups and downs for sure, but I would definitely prefer that over um, doing what I was doing before. Working at Tim Hortons. <laughs> just doing what I fucking do. Like I worked at a barber shop. Um, I worked as a gymnastics coach. Uh, I used to do like dance and gymnastics uh, beforehand. So I loved that. It was fun, but it wasn't. I never wanted to work a nine to five. So you come from humble beginnings, like your your parents weren't richer. Yeah, they weren't super rich. They weren't mediocre, mediocrely uh-huh. rich. Uh, they weren't poor. They were just chilling, you know. Right. Um, normal household. I mean, it was okay. Right. Um, 
but I definitely made my life myself. Right. If that makes any sense. How did you start monetizing your musically fame, or did you not start making money off it until it switched over to TikTok? Right. Um, so it kind of came organically. Um, so I had a manager reach out to me, and I've never spoken about this ever. I don't think, really? like, literally ever. Um, his name was Dooney. <laughs> no, Dooney. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh, so you were a, a lights global. You could have been a little pump. Mm. So his name was Dooney. I was 15 years old, and he reached or 16 or some shit like that. He reaches out to me. He's like, "Hey, I want to manage you, and make you money." I'm like, "Okay." He was per brand deal. He was giving me like 200 bucks. Uh-huh. When I was 15, 16, I thought that was so much money. Okay. I had like 10 million followers. Uh huh. And he was giving me $200. Right. I see where you're going with right? this. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I found out that he was stealing a shit ton of money from me. And then I was like, okay, bye. And then I got a new manager. And he was, he was okay. You okay. Know? We're still friends to this day. Um, is he managing me anymore? No. Um, but yeah, fuck Dooney. <laughs> <laughs> he was an asshole. Wow. Really? So yeah. how long did you work with him for? long oh my god it feels like such a faint memory for one i've never talked about it before so it's so like in the back of my head and two it's like seven years ago so maybe a year wow yeah but like i also went on tour while he was my manager and he was like one of the people part of the tour company and one of the um influencers was being paid like 300k and i was being paid 10 And I had uh, like 10 times the amount of followers. And since he was managing me, you could, you know. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So you figured that out before you got out of the deal? Or did you just end up figuring that out? I was so young and naive. And um, I feel like I didn't really know how Hollywood worked Mm. or managements and like how people can be fucking dirtbags but right you know i figured that out over time for sure wow okay yeah. but so you were making a little bit of money early on very small amount when did you start to feel like the like when did you get your business together and when did it really start going well though when i moved to la okay At yeah what 17, uh, 17 18 okay 17 years old yeah and how, how are your what's your parents opinion of all of this because this sounds like a lot um in terms of like what i'm doing now with my life or like just in just, general i mean like okay i'm picturing i have a one-year-old daughter i'm picturing her at 17 wanting to move to a congratulations big fucking, by the way thank you i appreciate it but i'm picturing her want to move to a big city all by herself i'm gonna be so scared i'm not gonna be able to sleep at night it sounds terrifying do your parents just like kind of say okay go have have fun well um once i moved out my dad and i had a very good relationship after that i feel like once we separated from each other we had time to breathe and kind of think about life and uh how we can improve on ourselves and with each other and Mm. i think our relationship's really good and my mom and i didn't talk for like four or five years really yeah and then the time before the last time we talked uh it was a big fucking thing like it was huge like i i said look i'm never gonna talk to you again it's it was a huge thing what was the root of the of the the beef between you and your mom and and, just so different people really we were just worlds apart um she wanted you to have a nice safe life go to college get a good job 
I assume. I don't know, man. I don't think it's even about that. I just think we're really different people. And because of that, our personalities collide for sure. But um, I went back uh, for Christmas uh, to Canada for the first time in two years. I haven't seen my family in two years. And my mom and I made amends for wow. the first time in like years. You not talking to her for that long though. Who's who's the hard-headed one here? Because there's gotta be like, <laughs> because there's gotta be one person who's a little bit more down to talk than the other. Like, is That's it you thing. being we, hard-headed or is it both her? Are, we're both like really super like, Yeah. it's fucked. But um there was times where I tried to reach out and talk to her uh -huh. and there's been times where she's tried to reach out and talk to me. So it's been kind of a give and pull this entire time. And I think finally now, like we've just come to a point where I'm just like, we can be happy right? and just acknowledging that, Hey, you're my mom and uh, I respect you. And I, fuck with you <laughs> right i don't know but were your parents confused about the idea that you were becoming this social media star on this weird oh, app God. that they've never heard of super weird so um i start before musically i did this thing called uh live.me or it was live dot something i don't i don't quite uh, is you now i think it was you One now of those, oh okay One yeah, of those. I remember this. Um, this was a thing for a while and I just came out of surgery uh, for my back, so I had scoliosis. Wow, really? Yeah, I, it was so intense that like I went to the doctors and they were like, you need to have surgery like right the fuck now or you're gonna die. I'm like, sick. Whoa. I was 13 at the time, so I had the surgery. Um, but before that, I used to be a dancer. And even after the surgery, I have a rod in my back now, so I can't bend my back at all. But I used to be like, I nationally, like competitively traveled for dance you know right. um but after my surgery i was like hey uh i still love to dance so i discovered this thing called you know or whatever the fuck it was called and i'm like oh i'm gonna live stream on here and dance little did my 14 year self 14 year old self know that like oh there's so much like pedophiles and trolls and Da, 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 da. So I'm doing all these like gymnastics tricks and whatever. <sighs> Not fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You get the point. So the chat started to be gross. I'm assuming. Not even that. Uh, they found my address oh, and wow. like my mom's name, my dad's, like everyone, like all my fucking information. <sighs> and a 14 year old, me now, I'd be like, whatever, suck my dick. Yeah. But like, me as a 14 year old is like freaking out. My parents, I'm living at home at this point, freaking out. They start sending shit to my house. So like limos to pick me up, to take me to the airport. Like, you know, troll shit. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know that at the time. My parents sure as hell will never know. Uh -huh. So they freaked the fuck out. And um, after that, I wasn't allowed internet access or anything like that. So um, every time I wanted to use the internet, I would have to go to Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> like 30 minutes away, walk. Wow. Yeah. So that's how I kind of built my social media following. <laughs> Was that Starbucks? Yeah. Recording videos and then well, going like, to Starbucks and posting. Well, I would use, yeah, it, I would, yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, it's weird. That's tight. But so when you moved to LA, you were dreaming of being an actor, not a, because mm -hmm. like, did you not see social media influencer as its own job at that time? Because it was pretty um, new at the time. Not even that. It's just like, um, I've always wanted to act all my life. Um, I went to school for acting. Right. Um, I was in the modeling industry when I was younger. So I was very like indulged in that lifestyle. And then 
once I moved to LA and I really started doing it, I'm like, mm, not for me. But like, I went to an high, uh, uh, an arts high school just to like do acting. Right. Right. So and you I really hated in, the experience of acting that much that you just decided yeah, like, fuck this. I'm not. Honestly, doing it. I think I'm a lazy fuck, <laughs> and um, I don't like to memorize lines. I don't mm. like the long hours. It's just not for me. I rather work for myself and work my own hours and do what I do. And if I don't want to make money that day and I don't want to do shit, right. I don't have to. Yeah, not that I've had like a lot of offers or anything, but every time I've talked to somebody about what being in a movie is like and it's just months and months of being on set and just being there for 12 hours and shit, and I'm just like... Is that actually worth it? Like, it's, that doesn't really sound I mean, like something some I would do. I mean, for people it is, for me, it's yeah. just not the vibes. <laughs> if you love it, if that's your dream, then I get it. Yeah. But, I mean, it doesn't sound like it would be for everybody at all. Yeah. No, not at all. Right. I was really good at it. But really? Yeah, yeah. It just wasn't for me. Right. Exactly. So then, like, how did your dream switch over to music at that point? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Music? Yeah, didn't you get into music after that? Yeah, I kind of got forced in that. And that was never because you were signed to 10k projects aka the yeah. same label as 6ix9ine and yeah. trippy red and shit yeah I where never... did that come from my fucking man my ex-manager not dooney okay uh, the, the one, one after that right still like him he decided that you should be a soundcloud rapper he forced me into it yeah <laughs> and i fucking hated it and it wasn't soundcloud rapping it was worse it was teeny bopper tiktok music and i didn't release a single fucking song because fuck that you didn't even put one out you just worked no. on it for a while well, he made me. So I was like, I would go into the recording studio every day. I'm like, I'm not fucking recording. Like, oh, God, I'm not recording this. Like, this this is bullshit. It was their idea of what would work for. Yeah, I refused to release it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So finally, years later, uh, recently, I've been able to collab with people I actually fuck with. Like, um, I'm very into the dubstep community and the oh, rave nice. community. So, um I sang on this like dubstep song from Borgor Asaf. Oh wow! Do you know? I interviewed Borgor in the very oh, early days sick. of No Jumper. Yes. Yeah, he's a homie. Uh, fuck with him hard. Um, yeah. but yeah, like I love that shit. Right. It's just when you force me to do something that I don't want to do, and I know that's not good for myself, and that's gonna put me in a, like a bad light. Right. I'm not gonna do that, man. Yeah. You know. Wow. Yeah. I thought they were gonna have you rapping though. No, that, ne that was I never would, a conversation. You know what? <laughs> I would love to rap. Right. I could, I could, I could probably rap, like white girl rap. <laughs> right. Were you scared of like putting a song out and just having it be an actual laughing stock? Yeah, I mean, if they were gonna put out the songs that they made me sing for right. sure. But um, the track that I did, I fuck with, and I think everyone would like it. Nice. Yeah, I so, just don't know what I don't know if I'm gonna put it out. That's not my focus. So you love the dubstep shit? Do you actually go to a lot of festivals and raves yeah, and shit? Yeah, like that's my shit. Like we just went to Countdown um, for New Year's. Right. Um, I work very closely with Insomniac. I don't know if you fuck no. with them or not. Um, they're mm. like the biggest like rave oh, okay. company, whatever. Wow. Um, they do like EDC, like 
countdown, um, all, everything. What do you like about the experience? Like, what, what what is the thing that really speaks to you about going there? It's all about community mm. and love for each other and also the fucking great music. Right. <laughs> um, there's no hatred there. Everyone just wants to become friends with everyone. Maybe because of drugs, who knows? <laughs> yeah, is that part of it? For sure, it's a very big... I, I mean, I personally can't. I get so much anxiety. I used to really? be a very big druggie back when I was younger. Wow, really? Um, and then a very traumatizing experience happened to me where I just could not do drugs like that anymore. I can't even smoke weed. Really? Weed's the thing that caused it. So you what? You were fucked up on Molly or some no, shit? No, no. Um, I used to take Molly all the fucking time. Right. All the fucking time. And it was so fucked up. Um, and I'm glad I don't do that anymore. But uh, the thing that triggered me away from drugs was smoking weed pens, which was super weird. I was on a social media tour and or like an influencer tour or whatever and it was my tour manager's birthday and he owned a weed pen company i i've been smoking weed for like two three years at this point okay uh -huh. a while and we're all sitting at this big table it's my tour manager's birthday and we're all smoking these weed pens and something just hits and we've been smoking these weed pens the whole fucking tour uh -huh. okay so i'm smoking this weed pen and something just hits me like whoo, and I feel it pit my stomach, and this all the blood rushed to my fucking head, uh -huh. and it feels so bad that like my head's gonna fucking explode. Oh wow! And I'm thinking to myself, "You're really high. You're fine. Like, don't freak the fuck out. Like, chill, bitch." I'm uh -huh. thinking all this in my head. All my arms go like my arms go numb, my legs go numb. They start shaking. My heart starts palpitating and beating like 200 beats per minute. I'm like, oh, I'm having a heart attack. This this has nothing to do with weed. And I scream out, someone call 911. Call 911. I'm having a heart attack. And they wheel me off in a stretcher. And they said, you're just having a really really bad panic attack. Uh -huh. And I was like. <sighs> I literally thought I was going to die. And then after that, I stopped smoking weed and the panic attacks continued for two and a half months. Really? Yes. Just I, randomly or every day or like what? Like eight times a day. Whoa. I couldn't leave my house. I couldn't go to the grocery store. Um, I had to lay in my bed. And even if I was like so happy in the moment, it would just trigger. It had nothing to do with like like weird triggers or whatever. It just happened. Wow. Yeah. And I would just feel like I was going to die like 20 times and a day. This was at like what age? Um, I was 18, 17. Wow. And yeah. so does this just completely like freeze your career because all of a sudden you can't even begin to think about like making content or anything? It's weird that you asked that. Honestly, I blocked that part out of my life. So I don't even remember making contact, uh, con content at that point. Really? Yeah. So I don't, I don't quite know. Wow. If I, I've had no one ever ask me about that. I've said this in so many interviews, but like, I don't remember making content. It just sounds like yeah. the biggest like nightmare to have to like get it's on fact. camera and make content on a regular basis. But but then you yeah. like, just meanwhile you're going through these panic attacks. Like I've often thought about like what what would really happen to me as a you know content right. creator if I got so depressed that I couldn't imagine going on camera or whatever. Which I've, I've always just kind of like fought through it. I guess anytime I didn't feel good or whatever. 
Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't relate it to depression. I feel like those are two very separate things, but I feel like anxiety or panic attacks can lead to depression if intense enough. Right. Um, but question for you, have you ever had an anxiety attack or like a really bad one? Ah, uh, no, not really, but I used to I used to do like a fair amount of Xanax and I, mm -hmm. I recall that I would just get this fucking like pit in my in my chest like I would just really I think it was kind of like a, a very small While panic you were attack. taking it or after like a few days after where maybe yeah. if I was taking it a, like a bunch throughout the weekend and then all of a sudden it's like Tuesday and it just starts to like hit you like there you just feel like really, really anxious. Did you used to take it for fun or for like yeah. sleep for fun <laughs> I take it to like fall asleep and I feel like I probably take it too often I, I'm not too sure like yeah it's it's I don't know. Xanax is a great drug to have yeah. around if you have that kind of anxiety and you want to like be able to sort of like help yourself out in a little yeah. bit, or if you just want to go to sleep, like if you right. travel, you have jet lag, whatever. If you, the way I used to do it was I would take Xanax and drink and do cocaine, That's bad. and that was really really you bad. Can't, yeah. Oh fuck, man, you can't drink and do Xanax. Yeah. That's just that shit will fuck you up. Seriously. Oh, yeah. I mean, you drink like one beer oh, while you're on Xanax, fucked. and it's like you drink five beers yeah, normally. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't, man. I I take it to fall asleep or like on planes and shit. Right. But like, I remember one time, um, I did Xanax and I was drinking on like the airplane, and. <laughs> I was a nuisance to society. Really? Yeah. You became a Karen? You raised hell? What happened? No. It's just so loud. Like, um, I don't remember a lot of it. I just remember playing Monopoly on the fucking, like, <laughs> he fucking On knows. the back of the seat? And I was, like, screaming every time, like, <laughs> someone, like, I landed on someone's property, and then the lady came up to me, she's like, you can't be screaming out, I'm sorry, ma'am, I'm sorry, like, stupid, like, wow. ridiculous, <laughs> so I'll never do that again. Because alcohol and flying will get you really fucked up. Oh, and for sure. Alcohol, flying, and Xanax together. Oh, yeah, triple that. Yeah, <laughs> not to mention you probably had like a bag of pretzels for lunch. Oh, for sure, delicious though. <laughs> That's one thing I've always noticed. Like, I'm, I'm glad that I'm not single anymore. But I would always like hang out with girls, and we'd like take a shot, and I'd realize like, oh, you're shit faced. Like one shot in because and you, them the pretzels because they're LA chicks <laughs> who don't fucking eat. There's That's nothing facts. in their stomach, so you take one shot and you're fucking done. Some girls. Some. Some very very. Do you eat a lot? I do. Well. I eat a lot of shit. <laughs> okay, one of them. Bag, yeah, bag like, of tortilla chips a day. Yeah, <laughs> I don't eat. I don't eat healthy. I should. Right. My body doesn't perceive that, mm. but um, I have a very high metabolism, probably because of like all the working out and shit I did when I was younger. But I eat like shit. I feel like my health is shit, but I'm kind of scared. That you're gonna get fat one day. No, that I'm gonna die. Oh, they're gonna just die <laughs> like from being unhealthy. Too, like both, but like <laughs> both, both. <laughs> right, both would be equally disastrous. Yeah, disastrous. Yeah. Have you been to the I? doctor and asked them, like, you know, how am I, how am I doing in here? I haven't been to the doctor in like, like I don't know, like twelve years. Who knows? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm not trying to go. I'm too. Scared. When I was young and I ate like shit, I would go to the doctor and they would tell me I was totally fine. Now yeah. I eat healthy and. I go to the doctor and they tell me I'm fine, but I wonder like if I was eating McDonald's every day, what and the doctor would say yeah. at this point in my life. Being like 38, I feel like you kind of have to start taking care of yourself, or it's gonna. Do really... I ever have to like start eating healthy? Like, does that have to happen? I would say it happens to most people at some point where they're like, fuck. Like even like for me, like 
sometimes I'll just be like, fucking, I'll get a burger and fries for, for lunch. Right. And after eating salad for all for a long period of time, it's like, <laughs> holy shit, like this is why I need to eat salad. I feel like a fucking I mean, bus I, just I hit me from this salad. burger. I fuck with salad. I just also fuck with all the terrible shit too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. So. so you don't get fucked up at all. The weed shit's out. The pill, the no. molly, all that stuff's in the past. But I love me some alcohol. Really? Like I'm okay. a champagne girl. Like nice. Nice. You're in the club, or you just go to the raves? And um, the I used festivals? to be a I used to be a club girl for a while, and I feel like when I'm in a relationship, I feel a lot more mentally stable. So mm. I just kind of calm down. I don't feel the need to go out every day i feel like when i'm I'm, i feel like i'm very mentally unstable when it comes to like being single being single is chaos because it's not good for me you could meet someone and all of a sudden it's like this is just occupying all your time you're going on dates with this person and shit that's like for me right now just being in a relationship having a kid I just have a structure to my life exactly. where if I could meet a girl and all of a sudden it's like, no, I got to go out tonight. I got to like go take this girl to dinner and shit. It's just like, it makes your life so much more chaotic. It's, that, that's what I, I love about being in a relationship. That. Like, that's not why I get stressed out. It's right. Personally for me, it's just, um, I feel like in this, this might need therapy, but, mm. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm not stable and I'm not planted and, right. In life, when I'm, I don't have a second half with me, or I don't have someone I can lean on 24/7. Especially when I'm in a relationship, like I want them to move in immediately. I want them here by my side. Like mm-hmm. I want them to know everything about me, and that's just who I am as a person. I just like need that other person, and right. whether it be like a friendship or a relationship, I always need that second person, which might not be good because i haven't really right. experienced independence in a way that i should yeah because through looking at your career it's kind of like oh it doesn't seem like she's been very single for very long it's no. like you seem it's like always one really one long-term right. relationship to another long-term relationship you never really had like a hoe phase it's mostly just been relationships um whenever i'm single i have <laughs> a very fast very abundant <laughs> but then you just one of the guys is like, ah, well, like I yeah. like you well, marry me the reason why I have a hoe phase per se is to get in a relationship as soon as possible with the next guy that comes along that um, I can see a possible future with right. I feel like that's why I have a hoe phase also like I just feel like yeah I'm like the shit I can do whatever the fuck I want live it up a little bit yeah, so that in your bit. head you're like oh look I, I did the single thing yeah, but, but I also feel like that's unhealthy for me. Like, whenever I'm in my single phase, I feel like I'm at my lowest because I'm mm. going out to clubs every fucking night. I'm getting very drunk every <laughs> night. It's so... It's not good. It's not even, like... Not that you should be single, but if you did find yourself single, you yeah. might want to try, like, a healthier version of being single where you don't go out and get wasted every night because I'm sure that exists. It's... It's bad. Like, I feel like... <laughs> you have no faith in yourself. It's bad. I feel like if I was in my single phase right here, right now, I'd be the exact same, which is really sad to say. Hmm. Um, I feel like in the future, things would be different. 
I hate being single because it's like if I'm single, then it's like I I feel like I have to go out. I have to go to the club. I have yeah. to do these things because what? Am I just gonna be single forever? Are yeah, you, right? Are you never gonna meet another girl? <laughs> exactly. And you could, you could be in the DMs and stuff, but I also like a big part of my head is like you have to meet people, people. organically. You like have you have out. to be able to do that. Yeah. That's like who you it's are weird. as a man is you have to be able to go to the bar and like strike up a conversation with someone and get a number. You That's know? like me. <laughs> I feel like if I go out, yeah. like I just like I need to, I don't know. It's, it's going to sound really, it must be overwhelming. Up. It's fucked up. Yeah. But like, I just feel like I need to go and like hook up with someone just to make sure I have that ego still. It's mm. really fucked up to say, but like that's the truth. Like it's yeah. so weird. It's a lot of clutter in your life, you know. Oh, it's a lot. <laughs> and I'm glad I'm really like settling down now. Like how long has this relationship been going on? Uh two years, but we're trying to get married next year. Wow. Yeah. Cause I saw you on the Logan Paul thing and you were yeah. trying to be hush hush about your relationship, but this one is all over Instagram I and mean, stuff. When I was on uh Impulsive, the whole um Andrew relationship that was already done right and um I was talking about how he kind of like ruined my fucking life because I feel like every ex or significant person I've had in my life has really fucked me over and maybe I'm really bad at choosing um and I'll and I'm a very unbiased person even when it comes to myself Mm -hmm. but it was not my fault and I stand by that 100 percent. yeah he uh tried to do all this like fuck shit to me but right. and he did a lot of fuck shit to me in our relationship and i'm glad i'm so glad i got out of that because like when i moved when i got my first apartment when i was 16 it was with him oh so you were in a relationship this long yeah oh, okay uh, he never had a job by the way so all on me really uh moved to la with him right all on me um, he was abusive sexually, verbally, physically. Right. Everything down the line. He had schizophrenia. He would go and say he's going to kill all these people Whoa. and leave his phone with me. Go. Wouldn't hear from him for hours till 4 o'clock in the morning. Should I call his mom? Should I not? Because this happens every fucking night. Wow. Will this be the time? Who knows? So... I've been through a lot in my life, but it's also taught me a lot. That's crazy. Yeah. So what's right about this relationship you're in now? He's not abusive <laughs> okay. whatsoever. Not the stuff you just named. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I feel like we just get each other. Right. Um, I feel like our personalities intertwine, um, and he's sweet. He's caring. He does everything for me that he can. Um She's a great person overall, and I would per- I would put like personality before looks mm-hmm. over anything, seriously. Because I've been with pretty boys, whatever, dude. Like right. you're cute. You whatever. think the, the cuter a dude is, the bigger of an asshole he usually is? Um, that's my theory. I want to say women. I don't want to put them all <laughs> right. in a box, but from my experience, most of the pretty boys that. I've talked to or hooked up with or whatever in general have a bigger ego. Right. Yeah, like I had a Harry Jowsey on here. Oh, yeah. And I was kind of talking to him and just feeling like, you know, like, and I like him, but I'm kind of feeling like your life has been a lot different than mine because you're such a good looking dude. Like, it's, I feel like it's just kind of been yeah. smooth sailing for you. I feel like the more attractive someone is, 
the better off they have. Yeah. I think that's just a fact. I also feel like racially or whatever it may that be. That plays or, into it for yeah, sure. Yeah, any, any, literally anything. Mm. Like, um, if you have more money, it, people view you differently. If sure. you're a different race, people view you differently. If you look more aesthetically pleasing, people view you differently. Right. You know, um, that's just how life is. That's true. Yeah. When did you make the decision to do OnlyFans? Um, so, actually, I was in Canada, and this is about two years ago. Okay. And I was stuck in Canada because I had visa problems, and I was really depressed about it because um, my whole life was back in the U.S. Um, so, I was stuck in Canada, living in my family's home, and I'm like, I'm back where we started, bitch. I had a place I was paying, like, 6 a month for. Whoa. Just there. Mm. Um, my ex-best friend was fucking stealing my car, stealing all my shit in the time being. <sighs> Whatever. Um, but my friend reached out to me. She's like, hey, um, I found this site, and you can take lingerie pics and get money for it. Sick. So I sign up, and I sign up in Canada in my family's house. I'm living with my family at this point in time. And before I do it, I run up to my dad because me and my dad are chilling. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm going to take pictures of laundry and sell it to people online. And he's like, all right, bet. I'm like, all right, bet. <laughs> Your so dad didn't give a shit. No, I think he just was like, yeah, fuck it. Right. You know, so. Um, I mean, of all the things you could be doing on the Internet, that wouldn't probably seem like the worst thing. I mean, it's like up there. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would have understood if he was like, what? Like, but that's how, that's how it started out. It's laundry picks. Right. Um, so I started selling laundry picks $30 a piece. Uh-huh. Made really good money for laundry picks. Um, and then I grew my following from there. Really? And then I grew my, well, what I was posting. Did you, there. yeah, did this end up becoming like your biggest moneymaker relatively quickly? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was my biggest moneymaker from the first month. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can make, like, a, a decent living off YouTube or whatever, like, TikTok, I guess. But, like, I mean, OnlyFans money. If you I, never, even have a... I never collected a check from YouTube. I, really? I have, like, 1.1 1. 1 or 1. I haven't checked my YouTube in, like, years. But yeah. last time I checked, I had 1.1 1. 1 million subscribers. I haven't posted there forever. Yeah. What, what made you stop updating YouTube? I hate YouTube. Really? Love watching it, hate uploading. Really? Yeah, not for me. You feel like you never really found your groove as a YouTuber? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Mm. I don't know. It just wasn't for me, but uh, never collected a check. Don't know how. Not going to try. My manager's probably got all that money. Whatever. Right. Teach their own, I guess. Um, not even going to bother with them. Making so much money off of OnlyFans right now. Right. But so with OnlyFans... There's always like pre every girl I know who's ever made one. There's always like that pressure because you you see the messages or you see what people want and what they want is more more skin right. more whatever. How much have you given into that, if anything? Right. So first, when I started off, I was answering um, all my own messages and it was very tedious and um, they were always asking for more. And right. um, that's why I think I switched to a subscriber base. So it wasn't a pay-per-view type thing. Um, now on my subscriber base, I can release 
content on my feed and also at the same time the if people want to pay more for the more explicit things they can right right how explicit are we talking um am i allowed to like go into that yeah here? describe it okay well uh me and my man's create only fan con uh, only fans content together wow i didn't realize yeah it was <laughs> it was just recently probably about a month ago uh i released a blowjob video and it was really like it was a big step for me wow because like everything i did before it first started off with like showing the nipples and then titties and then like vagina but like covering hands it, it was a very slow process for me and then um at that point i came to realize like when i wanted to release that video i was like i'm so comfortable in my own body and with myself and what i'm releasing i'm totally okay with this right. and i think that was a turning point for me because i never i never when i was 15 i never expected to be doing that right. <laughs> but I'm totally okay with it. That's why it's got to like blow people away that you would do it though, is just because it doesn't feel like it was that long ago yeah. when you were an actual child on social media. Yeah. So like for people who are only kind of paying attention, the fact that one day it's like, oh no, I'm actually naked on OnlyFans. It's, it's like to a lot of people, that's just kind of crazy for yeah. them to comprehend, even though it has been many years. It, it, yeah, it's super weird. And I honestly, like the video got leaked for a while and every single even though it's offline now only on OnlyFans <laughs> um it was weird because like still to this day I get comments oh I seen your video on Twitter I seen your video on Twitter I'm like I'm good fuck right like whatever like I literally don't care and it's weird I never thought I would be that person to not care but like I'm just so comfortable it's kind of liberating it's, to just not yeah, have to I'm care, just like right? fuck it like I'm making good money. I'm enjoying what I do. I feel good about it. Mm. Is that bad to say? I don't know. But I feel really good about what I'm doing right yeah. now. No, I mean, I'm slamming my girl on OnlyFans. I have, I have no shame about it. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't care at you all. You know, you're, you're, uh, <laughs> your girl was signed to my, my ex-agency. Oh. Yeah. Unruly. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But um, I, I, I've moved on now. But, like, yeah, we were in the same agency. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if she was actually. I think maybe or she maybe was for she, a little bit. She collabed with them. She was there one of the days I was filming. Right. Yeah. She worked with. Them, I f well, I don't know. I, I actually can't remember what the parent <laughs> company is. But how that you didn't like being managed by them, or how was that? Um. They're a good management. It just wasn't for me. Really. Yeah. Um. I just feel like they were taking too much control and that that's okay for some people and i feel like i'm really a great agency for people who need that control but i'm a very straightforward straight-minded person and i like things one way especially when it comes to my brand and how i present myself so i just don't think that was working out for me but they're great word I mean, when you said that you didn't really like the actress uh, lifestyle, I could yeah. imagine that the OnlyFans lifestyle probably would be good for you since you could, you know, yeah, I just do a feel photo like shoot I or do two. What I want to do when yeah. I want to do it, you know? Right. Yeah. That's awesome. It's Thank good to you. know. Thank I like you. it. Is it 
is it weird for you at all, like doing the sexual stuff and like seeing people react to it? Like I even saw a clip on YouTube of an impulsive episode after I saw that. Yeah, where they like were talking about it and like you know they seem kind of like they didn't know what was, to think because I, when they interviewed you, they clearly were not thinking you of you as the kind of no. girl who would ever do that. I mean, when I was doing that interview, um, you had never. I wasn't of it. that type of person, right? Um. When I saw that clip, I got really sad. Really? Yeah. Because did you feel like Logan was kind of hating? Because I felt like Mike was kind of defending it. I don't think he was hating. I think he was just um, disappointed. Really? Yeah. And that's a weird emotion to deal with. I think that's worse than hating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember when... This is a weird story, but... <laughs> um, his first video, his first viral fucking song that came out... Um, I forget what it was called, but it was huge. It was with the Why Don't We Boys. I can't remember. Oh, I followed the Jake Paul music it career was, a little okay. bit more closely. It was it was huge. Right. It was like his first big song, right? And he brought me in, and that was the first time I met him. And um, I looked up to him a lot because at that t at that point, like I I mean I was a big creator, but he was a bigger creator. Mm. You know, I looked up to him and what he did. And um, I still look up to him. And when he made that after video, I knew he was talking about me. And I was just like, damn, like, I don't want him to think about me like that. Like, I, I respect him a lot. And I know he respects me a lot. He texted me probably a year prior to that interview. And he said, it's something along the lines of, like, I just want to let you know that, like, you got a whole career ahead of you and like i'm very proud Some, something along those lines and right. i was i was really like you know i it, it meant a lot to me right yeah so for him to say that afterwards like i knew it wasn't hey it was disappointment mm. and you know that's okay um at the end of the day you are who you are regardless yeah. of what anyone thinks and of I, you, right? at the end of the day I'm happy with what I'm doing and I'm comfortable with what I'm doing and I'm making good money with what I'm doing. So, um, you know, I still have the utmost respect for him, mm. um, but I'm also very happy. That's what's so that, That's all that matters. What more can you ask for? Yeah. You and him never dated? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. no, no, no. I felt like I felt some chemistry on that episode. No, but okay. no, God, no. Just had to check. No. <laughs> Um, okay, so how how devastating was it when you got your TikTok banned for promoting your OnlyFans? Or, or just referring to it in a caption on TikTok, right? Pretty fucking devastating. Because you had like 20 <laughs> million plus followers? Or? I had 26 million. Right, and you had or built it up since you were line. a fucking child? 15, yeah. Uh, I would post nine videos a day to right. get there. Wow. Yeah. Um. It, it sucked uh, when I first realized. So I didn't post for two weeks. So I posted the video that got me taken down, mm -hmm. right? And what was this offending content? It was just you do, <laughs> doing a sexy little pose and it said... Not even. It was um, me in track pants and I'm like dancing. And then it transitions to me in a skirt and a crop top. Okay? Mm -hmm. Or like a, like a bra top or whatever the fuck. And... I think the caption is what got me. It was like, sub yeah. to my OF, LOL. That was the caption. 
I didn't post for two weeks after that because like sometimes I just don't feel like posting whatever the fuck right um and then two weeks later I go on my TikTok and I film a bunch of videos to post throughout the week so my TikTok was fine for two weeks and I went to go film right and I filmed them all it was fine and then that afternoon I went to go post one of the videos that I filmed so the morning of it was fine and then the afternoon I went to go log in and it said you're banned bitch right so yeah. and I, I assume that you pulled out every single contact that you had to try to <laughs> yes. get it back yes I did everything I possibly could right and did you actually get a response from them or was it just like a brick wall of no no, no. we got responses um I don't want to dive into certain responses but what i can say is uh we tried every avenue and none of them worked wow it just feels like how could any business have somebody who builds up a following that big and then just not care (laughs) about them getting deleted it's it's hard to wrap your head around here's here's the thing man they weren't there when I built up their fucking business that they're working out right now. Okay. So Alex, the owner of musically sold his company for a billion dollars to the Chinese who mm-hmm. own TikTok. Right. They merged the two apps and made it TikTok. Okay. When I was working, when, when I was making content there, right. I was working with all the, fucking team from musically they fired almost every single one of them but one Mm -hmm. and the one that they didn't fire a little sketch okay (laughs) okay a little bit sketch um but i used to go and fucking get it out man just just go for it it was a fake out almost sneezed (laughs) almost you were going (gasps) just go for it no it's gone though Oh, damn. Sorry I had to do that to you. But if it comes back, it'll be hilarious. (laughs) Right? Um, But Alex, who owned Musical.ly, uh, I used to go to uh, conference calls with him. I used to go in weekly meetings for Musical.ly to improve the app. You know they wouldn't have a fucking self-timer if it weren't for my ass? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well... (laughs) <laughs> they, wouldn't have, they, they wouldn't have a longer time limit more than 15 right. seconds like i did so much for that so man. you think that they resented you because no. you built yourself on musically and now it's no. like we're tiktok we don't give a fuck about you no i just think they don't know uh, what i did for the app mm. and i think they're new people and they just don't care I, I literally don't think it's like a, oh, like, let's get Kristen back. Right. They're just like, who the fuck is Kristen? Yeah. You Crazy. know? Especially because it's like, it would be different if you link to it in your bio and stuff versus, I mean, you just referred to, you just said the word OnlyFans. Now, let's keep in mind, there's a lot of people who upload to OnlyFans that it's not even explicit content, yep. you know? Yep. Um, I mean, there was underage girls twerking in bikinis on there with... 100 million followers but that's okay right yeah that's all right i mean i know porn girls who have been banned from tiktok for literally nothing like never posted anything 
remotely and like it's the weird. biggest name porn girls in the world who you'd think would be able to maybe get through to them no. i had a video removed recently for nothing um i was lip syncing to a song and it was just before the new year's rave and it got taken down and i peeled it because i'm like what the fuck right. for um nudity and sexuality or whatever the fuck and they reviewed it and they're like nah and i was fully close i i was i was wearing these fucking arm things a shirt that was more covered than this that was covering my titties and then pants wow and it got removed and then i also got removed for bullying and harassment for filming a fucking video with my small person friend wow yeah just for being with him yeah Social they media is so fuck. fucked <laughs> up, dude. Nah, like, and you can't get anyone to acknowledge. Like my girl, like I know everything she ever posted on Instagram, and she still doesn't have her original four million follower account back. She got it deleted. Yeah, like over a year ago, while she was pregnant, while she hadn't posted anything sexy for months, and it gets deleted, and it's like. Was it at random or was it after a post that she posted? It wasn't like it was not related to any content that she posted. So we're currently. I'm terrified of yeah. that, man. I already got my TikTok deleted. Like, the Instagram would be the real. I have some ugh. scares. Like, I'm pretty stupid with that. I feel, um, cause like, I'll promote my OnlyFans. I don't know. I, I I don't know. Right. But um, I would do these posts on my story that are like super scary where it's just like sub to my only fans it's not like a nude photo or anything but yeah. like it has my only fans link and then i would have like 10 people reach out to me and it's like hey don't like take yeah. that down now right um but it's just sad that like people don't accept sex work like if you're not under 18 like you should be on or 16 or whatever the fuck don't be on fucking tiktok or just don't look at my fucking content well look, the sad part is how there's just like so many people who have kind of weaponized this to take down girls instagrams and stuff and then that nobody cares about it like in the media it's like really hard to get people to care about yeah. the fact that clearly this plot like or even your ban on tiktok you'd think that in like a just world that people would it be was really just, upset that about was just this like right fucked up like yeah i get like okay honestly i'm gonna like honestly say if i got banned from instagram i would get that because i've posted fucking titties out and a fucking barcode and subscribe you know like mm. i would fucking understand that that makes sense right like stupid me right um tiktok no i all i've ever posted is pg content on right. there and that's all I ever post. It was because of that fucking caption. And that's fucking bullshit, man. There's one thing. Jesus Stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. No warning, nothing. 26 million followers. Seven years or six years or however the fuck old I was. Built up. Gone. Right. It was bullshit. Yeah. Seriously. No, it's, it's super crazy. But have you completely given up on it? Is it, is it really depressing trying to grow your current account? Given no. That you... I've been doing well. Okay. Yeah. Um, Did it take you a while to be like, fuck it, I'm going to make another one? Or you just do it right away? It took a while. Yeah. It took a while. And then I did it. I was like, fuck it. Um, I'm going to build up a new account. And I wasn't getting views for a while. And then just recently, I've been getting a lot of views, which has been great. Like 15 mil, like 
10 mil, like that type of beat. And it's been amazing. And I just feel very happy and empowered about it. I'm just like, yeah, fuck yeah, I can do this again. You know? That's good. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about where you're at in your career? Like, it's obviously had ups and downs. You've like tried things that didn't work. You've tried things that have worked. Like, like where do you feel like you're at and, and where do you feel like you're going? I feel like I'm at a very good place in my life. Um, I'm with someone who I love. I'm making very good fucking money. He respects me for everything that I'm doing, and I greatly appreciate that because I know a lot of guys wouldn't. Mm. Um, my family life is fucking amazing right now. Um, I live in a beautiful home. I have a beautiful dog that I love very much. Um, everything in my life is going amazing. Mm. And I'm on this podcast. You are. <laughs> Spilling your guts. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you, like, when you think about the future, like, you know, do you have any ideas of, like, things that you'd like to do yeah. um, that would be bigger, bigger picture? Yeah. So I've been wor working on a clothing line for a while. Um, it's supposed to be released a million times over, um, but it, it's just never been the right time. So when it is the right time, I will release it. But I have many ideas, and I feel like me personally, I'm a very artistic person, and I'm a very creative person, and I feel I can put that to use in, in an art form that I admire very much. So um, when that comes to light, it will, and I'll be very excited about it. Nice. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> you want to know something funny is that you have an old-ass YouTube video that oh, as God. soon as I saw the thumbnail, I'm like, what the fuck? Because my BMX brand is on some shit, and the video where you talk about joining Team 10, you're wearing an on some shit beanie, which I don't know how you got oh, it or anything. The, uh, I think I it was blue hair? 2018. Yeah, blue yeah, hair? yeah. And that was like the same time period where Lil Xan was wearing that beanie all the time. Is that your brand? Yeah. We had a store on Melrose. You might have like why. just wandered That's in. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Okay. I shop on Melrose every, well, not every day, but like right. every time I shop, I shop on Melrose. Right. And it's not online. That's tight. That beanie Dude. had a real moment for us because Lil Xan was rocking it every fucking day all the time. People thought it was his brand. Congrats, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fucking, wow. Random, right? Good for you. Do you still have that brand? Uh, yeah, we don't make that beanie, but <laughs> that's good. The, the, it was like somebody who worked for us was making like neon green and pink, and oh, ugh, he just ruined it. No, yeah, black and white and gray, maybe. Maybe we'll bring it back. Maybe some brown embroidery. What a bitch making those little <laughs> fucking patches. God, I can't even imagine what a pain in the ass so it would be to wait, make that right what now. Are you, what are you doing with your brand now? That brand is like our BMX brand, okay? Yeah. So it's like we just make clothes and we make bike videos and stuff because that's that's kind of like what I come from is the freestyle BMX shit. That's that's fucking sick, man. Yeah, before interviewing rappers and oh, that content was creators, that was my thing. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna interview you for a little bit. What are you? What were you? I'm, I'm genuinely curious. What What were you doing beforehand? Just bike stuff, like making BMX videos. I had like a website where we like ran advertising. So on it. you were like biking. Yeah. From like 12 to like 32. Oh. And then all of a sudden like 
interviewing rappers and shit kind of started to work out. How did out. you transition towards that? Just kept meeting more rappers, and I was just like, fuck, I'm going to just chase this. And not just rappers, but, like, but what YouTubers. Made you, what made you start the podcast? Like, that's so interesting. Has well, anyone first, asked you that? At like, first, that's I was so interviewing bike riders and like pro BMX riders and people in oh, companies. I mean, you slowly. And then I start, I already had this podcast set up. Right. I had a store downtown. All of a sudden, I start meeting these rappers. They start doing the interview. Boom. All of a sudden, we had, cool, had some man. momentum and we just kept rolling with it. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got to uh, do another podcast in like 20 minutes anyway, so that works. Um, last question. Yes. How long do you actually live in the Team 10 house? Um, eight months. How was that? Ish. Um, it was cool at the beginning and right. then terrible at the end. Really? That didn't really work out. It seems Did like I the, expose some shit? The whole boxing thing seems like it's worked out pretty well for him, but the content house, maybe not. Yeah. It was um, awful? Yeah, it was bad. Anything specific? Anything you're trying to tell me here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just, I mean, I'll give away the first shit because, like, that's easy. Uh, me and my ex, my boyfriend at the time, right. while I was living in the Team 10 house, um, certain people used to watch us have sex uh, from the window. And you didn't know? Um, not until they told us. Oh. At a dinner at VidCon with... The entire team ten out like community, yeah. Oh, that's um, so we were sitting down and we were at VidCon, they're like, Yeah, like we saw you having sex. And I was like, uh, what do, what do you mean? <laughs> like, what? No, you didn't, no, you didn't. And like, oh yeah, you're in this position, and then you're in this position, and I'm like, Oh, so you're <laughs> like you're fucked in the head. If I saw that, I would probably just not say I didn't, anything. I didn't know what to do say like yeah. they were watching me have sex and i had not only them but multiple other people watch me have sex through my bedroom window wow um on top of that um <laughs> i don't know why i should say this we're here why not i had certain people take advantage of me Really? Yeah. Like I'll, that's as far as I'll go. You can, oh, you can guess who. Okay. Yeah. I will not guess. <laughs> probably <laughs> I'm sure not, they probably will. not the vibes. All right. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry about that. I mean, shit happens, but karma, right? Yeah. Mm. I guess. Um. Damn. Okay. Well, you know, good luck with everything that's going on, and Thank uh, you. yeah, uh, appreciate you coming on here and telling your story. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, honestly. No, for sure. I've been a big fan. Thank you. For a while. That's amazing. Well, thank you for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. And uh, <laughs> everybody go cop the OnlyFans. Period. Can I shut myself out? Is that weird? No, do it. All right. Um, my OnlyFans is Kristen Hancher. Everything else, Kristen Hancher. TikTok, K Hanchers with a Z. <laughs> there it is. Thank you. Appreciate you. No jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, all that shit. Patreon, OnlyFans. Like, comment, subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Appreciate you. Period.